0: Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about God's vacation time. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Genesis 2, 2 through 3. You're know, Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about the importance of rest. And from the beginning, the Bible emphasizes that rest is godly. After six days of creation, God looks upon the fruit of his labors and he declares it very good in Genesis 131. But it is not until the seventh day that God calls something holy. God inserts this moment of reprieve in the week of creation, and that is what achieves this hallowed status. Within those two verses that describe the seventh day, it's emphasized three times that God rested. Lauren and I just got back from our honeymoon, a week of some much needed rest unplugged from everything to try to keep work off the mind for a few days. And as you probably noticed, we took a few days off from releasing new episodes of this podcast, and I'm reaping the benefits of that rest already. But today, our society doesn't value rest the way God does. If you're going to be successful, they say you need to be going all the time. Rest is seen as the opposite of productivity. It's a weakness. And on the rare occasion that rest is recommended, it's only because that it can heal our bodies to get back to work, according to society. And I think if you try to analyze the Bible without this societal bias, you'll see that that's really not God's intent for rest. But before I try to justify that statement, I, I should probably note that the holiness of rest of course, does not subtract from the dignity of work. You know, rest is important as an activity on its own, separate from the benefits it gives us when we return to work. But our labor is vital too. Both are commanded by God. And the opening chapters of Genesis show that both are important. And in fact, there are six days that God devoted to labor and one for rest. The fourth commandment plainly states that this was done as a model for us. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. We can neglect neither work nor rest because they're both intertwined in God's plan. But when we read the second chapter of Genesis, we see that rest is not only commanded because we need to work. Now, of course, we see all kinds of physical and mental benefits from our rest that make us more productive workers. And our society that thrives on busyness accepts those benefits as the only real reason for rest. But God's example demonstrates that those benefits are not the only reasons to take a break. They may not even be the most important reasons because rest has significance on its own. I could say this confidently for three reasons. First, God rests. The one doing the resting is pretty important here. You know, of course, God had a busy few days while he put together everything we've ever seen or touched or smelled or tasted or felt. And even those things we haven't yet had the chance to experience. That's a pretty major undertaking. But even after all of that, I know God didn't really need to rest. God is all powerful and his rest was not so that he could catch his breath and recoup before going back to work. God did not need to rest so that he could become more productive for the next work week. There just wasn't a second week of creation. There wasn't another work week. Everything had already been made. God rested because rest had significance beyond just preparing for work. Secondly, the order of this work-rest cycle helps me understand the significance of rest. God labored for six days, then he rested. Not before to prepare himself to be productive, but after all his productive work was done. You know, Again, there wasn't a, a second work week. So his rest wasn't in preparation for anything. God rested because rest is holy on its own. It comes after work. Finally, we see that rest is important because the day of rest was the first day and the only day in the week of creation that was declared holy by God. Work was good, creating mankind was very good, but rest, that was holy. Genesis 2, it doesn't say why God makes the seventh day holy, just that he does make it holy, and we don't hear anything about the concept of the Sabbath until Exodus 16, after Israel's out in the wilderness when God freed them from their slavery in Egypt, And of course, after that, when God gives Moses the law, the Sabbath was a crucial component. Israel was to rest on the seventh day because God rested from his creation and made that day holy. That's enough for me to say that rest is significant on its own. But Exodus chapter 31 verse 16 gives us an even clearer picture. It says, The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for the generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth. And on the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. So we learn at least two more things here. We learn that Sabbath rest is a sign pointing to the covenant between God and his people. And we also learn that when God rested, he was refreshed. God rested because he delighted in his creation and the relationship he had with it. His rest let him enjoy and refresh that connection. And our rest does the same thing. It refreshes and reminds us of our covenant with God. In Ezekiel twenty twelve, God says, "...I gave them my Sabbaths as a sign between us, so that they would know that I, the Lord, made them holy." God gave Israel his sabbaths as a weekly reminder of his relationship with them and the holiness of rest. And the New Testament extends that importance of entering into God's rest too. Hebrews chapter 4 starts out saying, "Since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it." You know, going forward, the writer of Hebrews says that while the people of Israel they may have strictly observed the sabbath, they lost the concept of holy rest. They failed to accept God's rest in their disobedience. But Christians should know the hope of the rest God offers. You know, Because of Christ's sacrifice, all believers are able to accept God's offer of rest. He writes in verse 9, There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. Rest is so much more than just recuperating from a long week. God sanctified the seventh day in creation when he rested, not because he needed it, not because he was becoming less productive in his work, but because it refreshed him. It gave him the opportunity to look over his creation and remember the relationship he had with it. Our rest does the same. It is a sign of God's covenant with us. Rest is holy on its own. I'm glad I got the chance to get some rest this past week. I'm also glad that I'm back to work, and I hope that you can take some time this summer resting too. But ultimately, our rest is not just about vacation time. It is a holy recognition of God's covenant with his people. This rest is offered through the blood of God's only begotten son, and it is a privilege graciously extended as a sign of God's desire to continuously refresh his relationship with his creation. As the writer of Hebrews puts it, make every effort to enter that rest. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there. Thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually, using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday, so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now, To take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.